Hey swingers, it's Selena Kyle here. Just wanted to give you guys a little heads up on this episode. So as I'm sitting here editing it, uh, I think it's really funny and ironic that the first thing we cover is how clear Megan's audio is now because she got a new microphone. Uh, The ironic part of that is my microphone was not connected for this episode. So my audio is coming through my laptop. which is very unfortunate for me um, because I already kind of talk a little softer than Megan does. So just a heads up about that. Hopefully it's enough for you guys to get through. I know sometimes the audio is an issue if you're driving and listening to our podcast, but if you're listening with your headphones or I don't know, however else you guys listen to this, (laughs) um, through your phone, maybe late at night next to your pillow, The audio should be pretty clear, or at least like clear enough for you to hear me. Either way, I hope you um, can get through this episode, and it's a good one because we do a little recap of Monster Palooza. I don't want to give too much away. Just listen to the episode. Okay, bye. That sounds kinky. Is that hardcore? March. The women of the universe. Intergalactic swingers. Yeah, I listened to that episode, dude, and I was like, wow, I feel so bad for some of the people that had to sit through like the OG without that. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, it's rough. Those are the real OGs. Because, yeah, Ryan was not caught up on our episodes but since he was in the last episode he really wanted to catch up and like of course hear his own hear his own episode (laughs) yeah so he was like oh my god I could not tell you how how hard it was to listen to your not last episode but the episode before the last one because like Megan's audio was terrible and I was like yeah the one where I okay about having a miscarriage and you can't hear anything about it (laughs) I know it was like the best episode (laughs) yeah 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 Honestly, like, it didn't really bother me, but then again, like, I listen to our episode. I do listen to all of our episodes. I yeah. am a fan of my own podcast, which is <laughs> either really narcissistic or really amazing. But no, I listen to all- your own biggest fan, <laughs> Selena. That's how it works. I listen to our episodes so many times. Like, I listen to them raw. Raw, baby. I listen to them raw as soon as we <laughs> record them. And then I have to, like, make little mental notes and, and know where I need to make edits. Then I listen to the whole thing while I'm editing it. Then I have to listen to it back once I've edited it. Then I upload it, listen to it, add the ad in there. <laughs> it's a whole thing. But I don't well, mind because it's just, that like... sick of hearing my voice, everybody. No, I That's love it. it. I love it. I wish I got to see more of you and, and just hear more of you in person. <laughs> I know. I'm different in person, man. I have a little bit more energy, I feel like. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Um, I think just because, like, I don't I don't like doing video chats in general. Like, I feel really awkward, and I'm better in person with people. I vibe yeah. better, you know. And it's tough to, like, like right now you are completely pixelated, so it's really yeah, tough to. Yeah, same to you. <laughs> I know, I'm putting my uh, computer on the charger right now because I feel like maybe that's what's doing it. But, yeah, no, I agree. It's It's – all those podcasters out there that just get to go over to their friend's house and record, it must be fucking nice, assholes. Yeah. I mean, we're still babies, though. We're still starting out. You know, yeah, when we're, we're When you fuckers really start supporting us and giving a shit about this podcast, we'll invest more in it, you know? Yeah. But 
once we bully you into liking us, it's going to be a great fucking time. <laughs> oh my God. So, okay. We were at Monster Palooza and we got to talk about the, the whole weekend. Yeah. We yeah. Well, first of all, how did you, how did you and uh, Ryan fare at it? I think guys we well? did, we did pretty well. Yeah. Um, considering like, uh, all the expenses, I mean, you know, you got to like pay for travel, you got to pay for your stay, you got to pay for your, uh, just everything involved with doing a, a convention or any kind of event. Um, so that was like pretty stressful in my mind initially, because it's like, you have to shell out all this money. And I'm just like, hopeful that we break even and make more money on top of that. But I'm just like, mainly hopeful that like, we made our money back. Um, yeah. but we did very well, and definitely made our money back. So it was a great weekend. Um, yeah, it's just like, I hate when money becomes a stress factor, but that's the reality. Everybody stresses out over it, you know? So, well, I mean, we're in a fucking recession. You guys are less stressed about money. Yeah. And I mean, like our job, our job as artists mainly relies on us busting our ass and crossing our fingers and hoping that our stuff sells really well, you know, to make up for all the time we put into making it. And luckily that was the case. And it worked out. So it was dope. I'm, I'm so stoked that we ended up doing it. I know like initially when we were setting up on Friday, I was like, I am so over this. I don't want to do conventions anymore. It was, it was, Which, it was a roller coaster with you too on how you oh felt. Oh my God. I know. We're usually pretty good. Like we don't, we don't typically like fight a lot, like during our just regular lives. But when it comes to events, we tend to like bicker a lot because we want things to go smoothly. And we're, we both kind of have, um, I, I an idea in mind of like how we're going to set things up or like yeah. how things are going to go. And we tend to like really clash a lot in those moments. And we have like, one of us has to just like back down. So the other goes, okay, I get what's happening here. We have to compromise yeah. and like not fight and just like pull it together and get this fucking show on the road. It's hard, man. So, I mean, you guys are both business partners and lovers. So yes. And that's why it was like so beneficial and really nice to have you with us all weekend because yeah. I'm always you everybody's were, favorite third dude. You I were have so, many so fun. Who they love having me as the third person. Yeah, I'm like, I love it. I don't think I need to ever settle down. Like, I have so many couples I can just jump between. Yeah, that's why I love, love, love the idea of having a girlfriend. And yeah. I know this is like completely selfish and unfair to this fictional person that I'm about to talk about, but like, I. Ryan and I are always so busy that like for me the oh my god it would be ideal if I had just like a floating little fairy girlfriend that would just come and like we can hook up with or watch movies with and like she's cool with just chilling when we're like getting work done like that would be ideal so we can continue to feel fulfilled in our lives you know but that's the reality of it is that's I mean maybe she's out there who knows maybe she'll hear this and call I mean I will say like with my, with like my couple friends and stuff like it's never turned sexual and I don't think I would want it to like I just like having a couple to hang out with and like we're all buddies and we'd show like I don't know I've had I feel like there are certain ones where I'm like oh they might be expecting that but I'm like, I just can't do it it's just not yeah I think for me like I I love the friends that are like maybe like it depends on the moment kind of thing I hate like and I'm totally respectful of boundaries but like I it's it's a bummer when it's a concrete no but it's very cool when it's like maybe if we're drunk enough or if we if we all feel like it you know like that's that's fucking cool but 
I'm totally respectful of like, you know, where all my friends, all my friends, <laughs> all my, I'm, a, I'm drinking wine, by the way. That's why I'm a little. <laughs> Selena's speech is gone for the night. It has taken Friday afternoon off. Sorry. Do I sound insane right now? I feel like I'm, I feel like I sound like I've just been eating peanut butter all day. <laughs> I should probably drink some water. Anyways, I'm, I guess I'm rambling. Um, no, I see what you're saying though. Like there are definitely ones where I'm like, oh, if it happened, it happened. But my thing is, like, with people that have, like, an open relationship, I think there are couples that are a little fast to assume. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I'm okay with it, so you should be okay with it. And it's like, yeah, just because, like, you or your partner are okay with it, you still have to get my consent. I'm not just, like, a free-floating thing that you just pick up whenever you feel like, you know? Yeah, totally, totally. And that's where – that's what I understand, and I'm like – it's not realistic to just expect somebody to be there at my every whim and desire, you know, like that's insane to think that like this person obviously has needs and is going to want to, you know, do whatever they want to do. And in that moment, but yeah, a a sexual aspect aside, (laughs) it was nice to have you there with us. And another, and I was like, I told him, I was like, I love hanging out with three people. I feel like four sometimes kind of feels like you have to keep, talking or you have to like engage in conversation because you know you can't leave one person out if like the other three are talking whatever but like I love hanging out in threes I think it's so fun mm-hmm. it's just like I just had the best time with you guys on Friday when and you were right that was the best day when you were like it what was, was the best what was the best uh day of the week or what was your best uh what did you say to us what was the best moment of the entire weekend um Friday you're yeah. totally right was the best day I think for me because we were all just drunk we were so vibing Ryan was like destroyed bro yeah Holy Ryan shit. was so funny if you guys came by our booth or heard Ryan screaming what he, <laughs> he what was, was yelling he was literally yelling um fuck being good I'm a bad bitch that's what he was yelling <laughs> fuck being good I'm a bad bitch yeah. oh my god yes all weekend that was so fucking funny yeah no yeah. that was, was fucking hilarious I knew he was gonna latch onto that because like we had started all so okay backtrack so Friday all of us are setting up it's it's stressful Megan's like we need to start drinking so all of us can just fucking chill out and have a good time and yeah. as soon as she opens that bottle of wine all of us start drinking and we're having the best time I'm uh, a smally Yes, you're definitely the smallier of the weekend. (laughs) Smallier, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, But Ryan was still a little bit stressed out, and I can see it in his face. So I was like, your your vibe for this whole weekend is fuck being good. I'm a bad bitch. And he, his eyes fucking lit up. And I could tell it was the first time he had ever heard that before. And then he just said it all fucking weekend long. And it was the best thing. And it just made me and Megan laugh every single time we heard it. And then (laughs) it was such a vibe. And that shit is where I just lost my, I lost it. That was so fucking funny. We get back to the room and we all got snacks and like the little grab and go section at the hotel room. (laughs) And we get up there and Ryan gets a cookie and he gets peanuts. And so he's in bed and Selena goes, you're going to get peanuts in the bed. And he goes, it's not peanuts. It's my cookie crumbs. (laughs) (laughs) And like the way that he said, he was so fucked up. It was amazing. 
Like, it didn't matter what crumbs they were. There were still crumbs in yeah. the bed. Yeah. like, how dare <laughs> like, you? They're not peanuts. They're cookie crumbs. Oh, Let sorry, me correct Ryan. you. Yeah. Like, get your fucking nuts. And, and they were fucking nuts because I found one stuck to me in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking hilarious, dude. So Friday, yeah, Friday was our very drunk, um, pretty, like, chill well, it wasn't really, ch- I mean, like, traffic-wise, it was, like, actually very busy that day. But, like, it was our, I think, super chill day because we were yeah. so drunk. We didn't give a fuck that day. Mm-mm. I think that was actually the best sales day. And it was. It was. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure everybody knew that we were really drunk, um, but they were very kind. Uh, and then Saturday, we also got very drunk on Saturday. But Saturday was kind of a weird one. It was. It was right? like, I don't know, man. I Maybe we started drinking too early or I didn't have enough water. But like, first of all, it was way slower. So that was like a huge aspect to it. Where we're like on Friday, we kept going and we were talking to people because there were so many. But on Saturday, like it had lulls. Yeah. Saturdays, I feel like are usually the crazy days. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday was a weird one. Um, I think mainly because of that after party. <laughs> I was re- I was truly expecting like a DJ, people dancing, mm-hmm. like, just a fun party. No, that party. after party sucked ass, man. <laughs> it was I'll so it point blank. <laughs> it was really bad. It was not good. No. Yeah, and I think, like, last year, because Ryan and I had popped into the after party last year, and they had, like, uh, karaoke going on, and it was actually, like, a lot more fun. Um, But so, yeah, so we didn't stay long at this this after party but then we kind of just made our own after party and yeah just hung out what was it the Sheridan yeah we hung out in the Sheridan's little bar which was like such a cute little bar I love it was and we hung out in there and then like it seemed like every all the cool kids were in there like yeah it was like we we just sort of (laughs) shuffled in and then all of a sudden we like look up and there's just a bunch of people we know and I'm like okay but no, that was really fun. I got to talk to a lot of people that I don't usually talk to, and then I caught up with a lot of friends, so it was like a win-win. Uh, yeah, I would say you caught up with a lot of friends. Um, Selena's talking about my ex. <laughs> your ex was there, and he did sit down with us for a while, which was fun. Yeah, yeah no, he was, it was well fine. behaved. It was good. Yeah. It's been pretty cordial between us, so. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was fine. There are a lot of people that I didn't usually talk to, though, that were really nice talking to. Mm-hmm. So it was like a good mixed bag. And then there were moments of like, I'm overwhelmed and I have to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely know what you're talking about. And because I was right there with you. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, talk about like not being able to read the room or body language. Um, yeah. There were uh, a lot of aggressive moments that Megan and I and other women encountered with uh certain individuals um yeah it was that was pretty interesting yeah um hmm what could we say about that without giving too much away (laughs) maybe we'll save that for another as I said earlier (laughs) I think people need to realize if you're in a situation where you and your partner are okay with something, that's cool. That's between you and your partner, but that doesn't necessarily mean the third party is into it off the bat just because you say that they're okay with it. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. There were moments I felt like I was back in 
early high school where you couldn't say no and you were like, am I stuck in a room with a predator right now? Yeah, like, you kind of just have to grin and bear it kind of thing. Because, like, it's one of those things where, like, you're in a room, an enclosed room, people are drinking, you don't know them well enough to know how they're going to react if you do sort of, like, draw a line. And I don't know, it's a safety thing. Like, we just go into automatic, like, survival mode when those situations happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think we all kind of felt it. Like, luckily, Ryan was in the room with us, and he felt it, too, because we talked about it later. And I was like, whoa, dude, like, that person was coming on very strong. And he's like, yeah, "Yeah, that's why I wanted to, like, get out of there. And That's what I tried to do. I tried to fucking get you guys out of there, and then I got pulled into it. (laughs) Well, we – so here's the deal, okay? I was the little kid that got lured over with candy, except candy was White Claw Pineapple. And that's my favorite. You so, white ass bitch. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. So, uh, man, I, I don't know if this person listens to this podcast. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what we could talk we about. Can, but we can go past. Yeah. I mean, like, hey, if you, if you think we're, if you think it's you and you know, we're talking about you, look, you know what you did. You know that it's kind of weird. Don't, you gotta be cool. If you want tips, reach out to us. You know, you can DM us. You can ask us personally, and we will definitely give you some advice on that. Oh, shit. You know what? Speaking of advice, before I forget, I totally forgot. Um, We had questions that people had asked us that we did not cover last time. Okay. Well, do you want to get into the fun fun one, and then we'll do the questions? Yeah, definitely. Do you want to know? Do you want a reminder of what the questions were so you can kind of think on them? And yeah, can you just send the screenshot yeah. over to me? Yeah, I'll do that. So today we decided to switch it up and do a little bit of a throwback to our childhood crushes. Um, okay. But before we dive into this, I thought it was really funny. I mean, we didn't like share what our crushes or who our crushes were yet, but I had told you that my list was way more animated crushes than real life crushes. And you told me that your crushes were way more animal <laughs> related yeah, crushes. I have a bunch of animated animals on my fucking list, guys. <laughs> it's so funny. I cannot fucking wait to hear it. It's so good. It's okay, so how do you want how do you want to do this? Do you want to go down your list or do you want to go back and forth? Uh I think we should go back and forth. Okay, let's go back and forth. All okay. Right. Okay, All right, so I'm start. Gonna give, I'm gonna give my top one. Okay. Okay, this is my number one coming in hot. Number one. Max Goof. Mm. <laughs> yes, Max was on my list as well. I'm going to put a little check next to mine. You want to... Great A. Great yeah. A. Let's talk about Max for a moment, shall we? I think it was just like, get the fuck off the counter, Cat. There's a candle you're going to send yourself. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Sorry. She's going through a phase. Um, I think I picked Max Goof because... He was like funny. He felt slightly bad boy and he had a skateboard. Mm. And there's something about the guy that voices Max Goof that I fucking love. And you'll see why once I continue my list. Um, I know exactly who Jason Marsden is because I met him uh, on a hike when I was probably around the time. No, I was a little bit older when this came out, I think. But I I think I was maybe like 13 when I met him. And, oh, my fucking God, he was so sweet. He was so hot. He was so short. Fucking short king. Oh, God, he is so adorable. And that voice. Also, by the way, Max Goof is the same voice as 
uh, Thackeray Binks. Yes. He's also, <laughs> I'll do a two for one. He's also yeah. the same voice as Kovu the Lion, and Kovu the Lion is number two on my list. Ooh! Yeah. So, just gonna that's mark that off. That's done. Now, Kovu the Lion, that's the one that looks like, like Scar? Is that Scar? Yeah, he looks like Scar, but he's not actually Scar's son because then it yeah. would be a whole incest scenario. But yeah. um, he's like the dark main. Mm-hmm. Like, he just has a whole vibe to him. He's the reject yeah. bad boy. And that's hotter Simba. Again, yeah, it's just that fucking voice, man. Yeah. Yeah, for me, Simba was on my list, or is on my list. He still is my sweet little lion cub. Um, Baby Simba, of course, was cute because it's JTT, who also is my one of my real crushes very early on. Um, but uh Matthew Broderick older Simba also mm. oh my god fucking so hot you were super into Simba dude dude yeah <laughs> I think it's like the, I like the animalistic like I like the animal shit all right I'm into <laughs> I love that, that <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> okay I think so Simba just overall Simba, I love the hair. I loved the vibe. I love that. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go live in the, I was going to say woods. I go live in the jungle with yeah. my little pig friend and his little chipmunk. What was? Meerkat. Meerkat. <laughs> meerkat. You know what I think it is? Like Simba's like that super, like, he's that kid that grew up in a really serious family. And then he just fucked off and became a stoner for three years straight. Yeah, I love it. I like, that's, that's like the every... vibe that Simba gives. But then he came back, he settled his shit. He's like, all right, let's get this fucking done. But then he's still like that cool stay-at-home dad that smokes weed every now and then. So I see what you're saying. I belong to the streets now. and I belong to the streets now. <laughs> <laughs> I was really you annoyed. never get me off these goddamn streets. I belong here. <laughs> that's a good one. I, okay. Yeah, I, I was for it. And long hair. Long hair, don't care. Long hair, I always care. Yeah. No, I fucking, you know me. I'm all about the long hair. <laughs> um, okay, so my next one is Tarzan. Mm. Yep. Fuck, that's a good one, and I don't know why I forgot about him. He was not on my list, but he is on my Yo. list, if you know what I mean. Tarzan, mm. baby. Ooh, you oh. want to talk animalistic? His hands are so big. He got mm. big ass hands. He's fit as hell. <laughs> he has long hair. He has a strong yeah. nose. He's everything you could want in a man. Yeah, and that's that. Yeah, I'm totally into Tarzan. Jane was a cutie, but she was Jane like, was adorable. Too. But it's also like he's not going to give a shit about your body hair. That's like no. a huge thing for me. He would never. He would never. Yeah. Like, and Prince also, Carmen would expect you to fucking like nail your entire fucking body. Tarzan, uh, uh-uh. uh, he's getting in there. He's been in the jungle. He knows what no. it looks like. Yeah, fuck yeah. He's, like, picking you up by your butt cheeks. You're fucking in trees. He's, like, you know, shabariing you with the vines. It's Hell a whole yeah. thing. It's a whole production with the Tarzan. But let's talk about real-life Tarzan, who also, Brennan Fraser, oh, <sighs> fucking George definitely. of the Jungle. Oh, my God. Oh, yes, that's right. George of the Jungle, yeah. not Tarzan. But, I mean, come on, Tarzan, really. Yeah. yeah I mean, yes, <sighs> yes. George of the Jungle. Oh, my fucking God. I don't that even was the scene where he's running with the white stallion in the field. My uh, fucking god, dude. I could have that living rent-free in my head. Yeah. No problem. 
Brendan Fraser. What do you think is more hot though? Brendan Fraser in uh George of the Jungle or Brendan Fraser in Encino Man? Oh, um, I'm gonna go with George of the Jungle, but that's because my judgment is clouded by how much I love Polly Shore in that movie. Oh, so so he's not even like number one for me in that movie. So I'm gonna go with him as George of the Jungle. Is Polly Shore or the fuckable? not better? <laughs> is Polly Shore fuckable though, or do you just love him? I think he's fuckable. He's like he was he was like non-binary before it was like a real approved thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Like his character in that is everything for me. But it's also one of those things where I only like him set in that movie because if I met a guy that had like the hippy dippy mentality that Polly Shore does have as a teenager in that movie, that's the difference is he's like a woke little teenager, but then you'll meet guys that are like 30 years old and they're like, I'm one with nature and I do DMT <laughs> to be closer to the stars. And I'm like, fuck off, man. Just make sure you pay your taxes and leave me alone. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I can't handle those guys. That's not for me. No, not for me. And it's okay if it's somebody else's thing. It's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. Because my tea is whiskey. Just kidding. It's tequila. <laughs> oh, God. I can't have tequila anymore. I don't know. I can't do shots anymore. I'm like, it's I hard over. for me, man. I'm just like, I just I'm have over... a much smaller mouth than people assume, so taking a shot for me is actually very hard. I think I'm just like over gimmick alcohol. Like yeah. I, I can't do shots with you. I, I don't want to do shots with anybody anymore. I want to sip my wine. I want to drink good quality alcohol. Like yeah. that's where I'm at in my life now. I agree. I agree. But if I'm already drunk, you know, we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah, you live your life <laughs> by. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That's true. I mean, I, I, who's who's to say? Who's to yeah. know? Who's to say? <laughs> All right, who's um, your next one? So I feel like we can have an entire conversation about the cast from Boy Meets World, but I'm going to break it down. I'll break down my, my faves from Boy Meets World. So it started, of course, with Topanga because she's mm-hmm. weird as fuck and very relatable to me growing up. But yeah. also, like, I just thought she was gorgeous from you know, when I first saw her. Um, and I actually got to meet her real, in real life, which was really, really cool. And she's very sweet. Uh, but Topanga was always, always my top. I wasn't really into Corey Matthews or Sean Hunter. And I know a lot of, a lot of girls like swooned over Sean Hunter. But Who for me, Who it was for me. Brother? Yeah, for me, it was Eric Matthews. It was the yeah, older I brother. I love Eric. Oh my God. And I loved Eric even more the weirder he got, you know, yeah, because same. I, I thought about that, you know, I was thinking about how cool Eric was in the beginning of the show. And I was like, at some point, Eric got really like weird and went off the rails. And I was like, what, yeah. what fucking happened? And so I went and I actually rewatched the entire show and completely fell in love with him all over again. But it was, uh, he had this like crossroads where he didn't know what he was going to do after high school. And so he kind of just, like, reverted back to, like, being kind of a little boy and living at his parents' house and just trying to, like, figure out where he... So he also was Boy Meets World, you know? Like, the show was also about, like, learning about... he was When the boy does meet the world and he doesn't want to meet the world. Yeah, he was... Yeah, he was the man of the world. (laughs) The young man of the Boy Meets World. dang, man. That sucks. But so, like, that's where his... um, you know, I think true and unique personality started to shine when he got like a little wacky because he was like 
I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life. And it just felt even more relatable and less like he was the hot guy in the high school and more like, oh, he's attainable. Like I could yeah, totally yeah. get, I could totally get with this weird guy. Oh, I know. I don't know, man. I just love weird guys. I love weird people. Yeah. Like I just, yeah. I, I don't know. Me I too. I yeah. love, I love him. I was telling Ryan, I was like, I think that's my type now as I'm, I'm into very weird person interesting odd people i'm not into the traditional quote-unquote like hot person at least anymore i think that's like what i thought i wanted when i was younger but now that i am a little more aware like i'm into i'm into interesting odd people yeah i agree because i mean that's gonna go so much further than looks like in the long run it's funny though because we both watch stranger things so you'll get this but in each season of Stranger Things, they've introduced me to a guy that I'm like, wow, that's an attractive <laughs> fucking guy. So, like, first season, I loved Steve. He had a great story arc. Yeah. I lo- he he was, like, the definition of when you see, like, a shitty guy turn good. And I love yeah. that so much. So, I was in love with Steve. Second season, though, they bring in Billy. And I was like, holy mm. fucking shit. Like, you were killing me. That is a hot fucking man. And yeah. he was, like, the bad boy, and he was shitty, and he ended up having, like, a redeeming quality at the end. But then this season, they brought in Eddie, and I, like, when I thought that they could not top what they were giving me, they threw yeah. Eddie in there. And I was like, I am sold on all three of these men. They can run a fucking train for all I care. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. You have these three solid fucking characters. You got Steve, who ends up being this, like, sort of knight in shining armor but also at the same time a little slice of home and comfort and you know he's always gonna have your back no matter what and then you have billy who is this like oh my god fucking boy next door hot older brother like you know every every girl drools and dreams over a guy like this and but fucking sacrifice himself so ultimately that like you know is a good guy at the end and then you flash forward and have a guy like Eddie who you're like, oh, you know, the guy that your mom tells you to stay away from and who's yeah. like, he worships the devil and he's this crazy <sighs> fuck, which like all he needs is just a mommy to protect him. Yeah. And like, I'll Did protect you, know, you, my though, sweet baby. <laughs> like super fun fact about Eddie's character. He was based off of the West Memphis Three. Oh, really? Yeah. He was based off of them because he was just like a kid that was into rock and roll, wore yeah. black like hints of satanism played uh dnd actually i don't know if the west memphis three were even into that kind of stuff so please do mm-hmm. not quote and attack me on that but he was based off of the west memphis three and how they were just like misunderstood oddballs and that's yeah. all like they weren't even like harmful mean people they were just a little bit different oh i love that yeah, yeah. He's a good character I, the hair that he the wig that he has <laughs> on so man good. i love it's it so perfect yeah yeah the whole aesthetic for him is like so on brand. So good. Um. Oh, so oh, to just a little backtrack. Um, Boy Meets World. I wasn't finished with that one. Last oh. one for me was actually Feeny. Angela. Angela Feeny. 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 Maybe later. No, it was Angela. Angela was Sean Hunter's girlfriend. I thought she was so gorgeous and like rewatching it and like her outfits were always on point she was just like oh my god what a fucking icon no she Um, was solid fucking character yeah so good all right my next one is the one and only 
Jessica Rabbit. Yep, she's on my list too. Yep, like there, I don't even think there's like a soul that wasn't attracted to Jessica Rabbit once you saw her. Yeah. How could you not be attracted to her? Yeah. Yeah, she was the ultimate, probably first, like, dommy mommy that I ever Yeah, she was, like, my first girl crush for sure, where I was like, whoa. Yeah, I think for me, I was like, oh, that's a woman. Like, that's what a woman looks like. And then we all had body image issues, but that's fine. I digress. I was like, I'll never never compare, but I love her anyways, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) God, she was so hot. And she was like, and the fact that she was so modest and was like, well, I'm in love with this fucking rabbit. And you're like, I know. I think that's what I liked so much about it was the fact that she still like wanted this little dorky rabbit, even though she was so fucking hot. Yeah. I, I think about the, the quote that she says, there's like a quote, somebody asks her like, um, what, what about him do you love? And she's like, he makes me laugh. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, maybe Fuck, that's what yes. the entire bar was just yes. like, just make me laugh. Yeah. She just loved him because he was just a good guy and he just oh. made her laugh. And I was like, that's the fucking right answer, you know? You Fuck know what's all, funny like, though? You want to know like what couple sort of gives me the Roger Rabbit and Jessica and Jessica Rabbit vibe is Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, that's so good. That's that's pretty on brand, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, that's All right, so here's fun. your next one. Um, so my next one will go with another fiction. Actually, we'll go with another rabbit. It's gonna be Lola Rabbit. That's mine. That's my next one. <laughs> oh, good God, was she Ooh. fucking incredible? And like, Big okay, had cake. Holy oh, shit. My- God. Okay, so I didn't see the new Space Jam, but what are your? Me either, I don't know, but they changed okay. her clothes. Uh, and what do you think about that? What are your thoughts on that? I don't think they should have changed it, dude. Like I don't think so either. I was I was pretty annoyed and I that was part of the deciding factor of me like not wanting to see it was the fact that yeah. I was like I love her and I get why they changed I sort of get why they changed her, but I'm like why? Like yeah. She's she's not the same. I think it's also like we go into the world assuming that like oh, if a woman is like, okay, here's my thing though, is like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it without sounding like an asshole, but then again, I guess that means I am an asshole. But my thing is like, I sexualized plenty of other characters. Like I sexualized Bugs Bunny mm-hmm. and they didn't do That's anything to change yeah. his stuff. You know what I mean? I think it's yeah. just like, people are so quick to be like, oh, it's only guys that want her like that. It's like, no, I yeah. want to see a hot ass bunny. Like, yeah. I lo- I loved like I don't know what it was, but it made me feel so good seeing her a part of the Toon Squad when I watched that movie when I was young. Yeah, and she's you know, like, like hot, and she was able, and she's a badass, and she like yeah. stuck it to all of them while being hot. So like, and I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, I think that's exactly what it was. That she wasn't just this like you know tomboy. She was hot, and she fucking got shit done. Yeah, agreed. All right. Yeah. My next one's a bit of a wild card. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever seen James and the Giant Peach? Uh, I watched that so many times. And is it Mrs. Spider? Nope. It's the centipede. It's, it's the, the centipede. Oh. It's the centipede. Yes. Oh, the yeah, centipede. There was something about him. Maybe it was like the news cap or something. 
or like the smoker voice, but I fucking loved the centipede. I thought he was so hot. Maybe it was the way he moved. It's the little arrogance, like the little yeah, you know, yeah. Like, he just, knew there's something there. He was like, "Don't worry, I got this shit. I'm gonna navigate this peach all the way to New York. I will save everybody." And the whole time, like Mrs. Spider is like, "You're a fucking loser. Like you have no idea what you're talking about." Yeah, yourself. I think their dynamic was so hot. <laughs> I loved it. It was so good. I love them together. I'm like, oh my god. They're like what an odd pair too, but like oh my god, she was so I love okay. her Mrs. Spider. Like I loved her. Oh whole yeah, yeah, vibe. no, Mrs. Spider's hot as fuck. Yeah. But it was more I think the vibe and like mm-hmm. the the confidence that both of them gave off, you know. Yeah. Um yeah, that was a good one. James and Giant Peach. I love Thank James you. and Giant Peach. Thank you. Um, so, okay, we'll go back to a real person for me. Xena was my all-time fucking warrior. Like from the Amazon. Disney? Oh, oh, no, like Xena, Princess Warrior. Okay. What's Xena from Disney? There was like a, I'm pretty sure it's called Xena. Oh, but that's besides like the a... point. I know what you're talking about. Oh, I didn't know there was a Disney show. No, Xena, Warrior Princess, OG, the Lucy Lawless. Did you not watch Cena? Are you too young for that? I didn't watch Cena. No. <laughs> Fuck, I gotta like, oh my god, I can't believe it. Yeah, you're too young for that. Okay, I'll send yeah. you some clips of Xena. So, Xena I know who was, it is. Like, I know the whole premise and everything. I just never watched it. Yeah, very, like, lesbian undertones in that show, which I was all about. I loved her so much. I just, like, I wanted to be her. I wanted to know her. I wanted to everything i wanted to dress like her she was the coolest she was badass she was was badass she saved everybody she was a warrior princess but also she just like wanted to be loved and she was central and and then she had this like little minion gabrielle that looked up to her this girl that like chopped off all her hair and was like i'm your ride or die i will do anything for you and i was like i that's the bitch i need in my life like i (laughs) i love that's so sweet i love that that's a wholesome fucking show man who would have thought uh, I'm, I need to rewatch it. It was one of my favorites. And I've been thinking, I had this like Xena t-shirt that I found in a thrift store when I was really young. And I like, it was like my prized possession. I wore it all the time. And then like one day, I think I just outgrew it because I got tits and like it didn't fit yeah, me anymore. Yeah, it was just, like all downhill from there, right? <laughs> it was all downhill from there. I was like, oh my God. Um, but fuck, I was like so obsessed with her. That's a good one. Um, all right. Yeah, I'm following up with Yellow Power Ranger. Oh, Kimmy. Mm-hmm. The OG, right? The yeah. original. Yeah. That was one. Little I don't really have an explanation but... behind that one. She was just hot. And yeah. I liked that she was a little bit more. Um... It's not fair because, like, retrospect, looking back on it now, they were both badass chicks. But I always thought she was cooler because she was a little bit more of a tomboy. Yeah. But. Oh, wait, no. Her name was not Kimberly. Kimberly was was the Pink Ranger. What was her name? I don't remember. I just always knew her as Yellow Power Ranger. Yellow Power Ranger, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So the last one I have written down is Debbie Thornberry. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I know you only saw her one eye, but that's all you needed to see. That one fucking eye was hot as hell, everyone. It was so good. And it was the attitude, and it was the Janko jeans, and it was the two. Yo, it was, it was her whole fit. Her whole it was, fit was fucking good. 
the crimped hair. It was the flannel shirt. It was the headphones. It was yeah. all of it for me. It was the fact that she was living the coolest life and that her dad, uh, Nigel Thornberry, a.k.a. Tim Curry, was the fucking, like, coolest safarian. And she yeah. not give a shit. Like, all she wanted to do was listen to her grunge music and do her do her cool-ass dance through the desert. And yep. I was like, she just wanted to do her best. fucking thing, man. She wanted to <laughs> so much her. bullshit, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so fucking funny. Oh, okay. my God. So, I have two more. I'll give this one, because this is, like, a pretty easy one. Everyone's going to agree with this. But Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park had me sold. I was in love with that man from day one. And then uh, with my ex when I was out in California for one of our anniversaries, we went and we saw him and his uh, jazz band play. And he went out of his way to say hello to every single person there and, like, give him a hug. It was awesome. Oh, oh my God. I didn't know you got to do that I want to yeah, do yeah. that I, I think he still does it I don't know but then my last know. one is a topic that we want I think we should do like one sexual awakening uh-huh but my sexual awakening was the music video for tattoo all the things she said all the things yeah, she said. yeah 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 so the music video for that came out and it was two women like making out in the rain and I remember seeing it on tv and I was like holy fucking shit like my whole body just like went into breakdown mode yeah and that was like my first like sexual awakening about like other girls and women and I was just like flabbergasted at that music video I had no idea something like that existed yeah and I just fucking lost my mind I think I was like I think I was maybe fourth grade where it like really hit me where I was like, holy shit. God, how old was I? I think that was probably middle school for me. But same. I was like yeah. on my space, like <laughs> probably that was like my song I just added to my MySpace profile. Like, guess what? I like girls now. <laughs> a surprise. I've always liked girls. Who was your sexual what was your sexual awakening moment? And then we can uh, do our questions because I'm very excited for those. It's it's really hard for me to to like pinpoint a defining moment, but I hmm, I, I, ugh, that's tough. I want to say Xena. I really do because I, I that's the only one that like really sticks out to me. But I talked about this with like a friend of mine a while back, and like I truly think it might have been the Spice Girls. And oh I think, my god. I think that's probably what it was because it was like a combination of the music videos, the songs, the outfits, the yeah. way they looked. Scary I was Spice like, Man. Oh man, yeah. I was in love with Scary Spice. Yeah. Oh my god. I just I was obsessed. I was I loved everything about them. Never got so to see good. them in person, never got to see a show. Um, because I was a little poor chap growing up, but <laughs> I think but I was I just, like, like too young. I think they broke up before I was even like old yeah. enough to do that type of shit. Yeah. Um. That's a good one. All yeah, of them. I, just run yeah. it. <laughs> and then okay. Shania Twain around the same time too. I was like, oh, I still love Shania Twain. Shania Twain. My like, uh, my coworker Shay. Her actual yeah. name is Shania, and yeah, she I was remember named after Shania Twain. I remember you saying that. That is so awesome because yeah. she's like, shout out to oh Shaya. I love you so much. Shania is so hot. She yeah. still is so hot. She looks great still. Yeah, I know. 
she's so sweet. All right, you ready for these questions? Oh, so, okay, yeah. So we got asked a couple questions from our sweet little fans. So we'll answer a couple of them. Do you want to read them off? <laughs> I'm going to ask you this one because yeah. I think you're better up to answer this question. So the first one we're going to do is with online dating, when do you tell the other person you're non-monogamous? And I think this is a question for Selena. Okay. When online dating, when do you tell the person you're non-monogamous? I would say if like, if you feel like it's getting serious and you want to meet up with this person, they should probably know beforehand, you know, like... Mm -hmm. Cause I feel like that's going to kind of be a deciding factor. Like at least for me anyway, like I don't, I don't want to go on a date and like waste my time <laughs> getting ready and getting my hopes up and going out for you to be like, by the way, I like to fuck other people. Like I would like to know that beforehand. That would be I really think it cool. should be in their profile. Actually, no, you're totally right. It, it should be, it should be bef- first and foremost in there. So you know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, I think it should be, like, right there. That would be my advice. It's, like, when I was on Tinder and all those, like, people would put, oh, I'm in an open relationship. And it's, like, either you sign up for it or you don't. Like, there were plenty of people that were in an open relationship, and I still swiped on them, you know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, because, like, Ryan is on – he's on a couple dating sites, and I think he said that that's in his dating profile. So he's, like, very upfront and is, like, look, I'm married – I'm um, in an open relationship or a non-monogamous or like however he worded it. He's just like very like upfront about what it is. Um, and you're totally right. Yeah. It, it should definitely be evident and spoken about before you go meet anybody in person. Cause you don't mm-hmm. want to drop this bomb on anybody and you don't want to like waste your time or waste yeah. anybody else's time. Cause I know I feel like I spend money when I go on dates, like when I go yeah. on a date, like I'm spending the money to like, have like makeup and have like a really cute outfit and do my hair and I have all these products that go into being nice and it's yeah. like that's such a waste of my fucking time man the gas yeah. to get there with these prices I don't think so in this economy girl mm-hmm. come on now. um and you don't want to waste your time like do you really want to spend your time with somebody that may not be okay with your lifestyle no you yeah. don't you don't well you don't want to waste your time so be upfront first and foremost in your dating profile or if you feel like this might, you know, this conversation might go somewhere and I really like this person. Like you need to talk to them about that and let them know what your intentions are first and foremost. Damn right. Okay. So next question. Are you oh, you want me to read it? <laughs> okay, read it. <laughs> yeah. I'd like you to read it, please. I got you. Okay. How can I talk to my girlfriend about trying new adventurous things in bed without her getting mad at me? I want to marry her, but the sex is so vanilla. Please don't mention my name on the off chance she's listening to this, but I highly doubt she does. Sweat emoji. Well, I, Yo, think I hope more people start writing in questions because I love reading these off. This is amazing. I mean, I feel like she should be listening to this because then she'd learn a thing or two. But yeah, I, that's true. But that's, I mean, hey, it's really cool that he's listening to this and like that's the first step, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so how can I talk to my girlfriend about trying more, trying new adventurous things in bed without her getting mad at me? Hmm. The sex is vanilla. 
when the sex is You know, I just want to say, though, one thing that is vanilla that I think people don't give enough credit to is the vanilla Tootsie Roll. That shit slaps. I don't think I've ever... <laughs> slaps. I don't think I've ever had the vanilla Tootsie Roll. I didn't what? even know that was a oh, thing. Oh, man. Oh, and to be yeah. frank, it sounds pretty sexual. And also, I'm down to try it. Yeah, see? <laughs> so, vanilla um, Tootsie Roll. So I think you should start... Uh, you know, having that conversation with your girlfriend about trying new things, like you can start that conversation by asking her if there's anything that she would like to try, you know? Yeah, that's true. Sort of put the the ball in her ring or whatever. Because if it's something, you know, that you think that maybe she's too vanilla or she's not going to be inclined to try, you really have to make her feel comfortable. So she's open enough to talk to you about it. And by putting the ball in her court and just saying like, you know, what could I do for you? What, what could I do that would spice things up? Like, I think that would really help her to kind of open up and tell you like what she's thinking. Yeah. Um, but you can also like, if she's the type that really likes you to be dominant and likes you to lead, you can think of some fun stuff to do with her. Like, I think you should, what I was telling Ryan the other day, which I think should be totally normalized. And I think is so fucking hot is guys giving girls lap dances. Like you guys dress up for us. You guys put on cute outfits for us and give us the lap dance. That That's would a good fucking call. I've never had somebody do that for me. Not like in right? a serious manner. Exactly. And that is what I'm fucking saying. Like, why is that not normalized? Why is it on us to do the sexy things? Like, we want yeah. that too, you know? Do some fucking dishes, bitches. <laughs> do some dishes. I want them to title. like rub the suds all over their body while they're doing the dishes. Fuck yeah. That's so hot. Like and any kind of effort on their part, yeah, you know, like as an attempt to like be sexy or to make me feel special, like that is what turns me on. Yeah, but for sure. just waiting for it's me just to like effort, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, Jesus. Yeah. What yeah. the hell was that? My speaker just went off for a second. Oh. <laughs> I thought your cat sneezed. I can see like your cat on your yeah. What she's chilling on my right back now? right now. Like okay, so Megan's cat has jumped onto her back. I, I, you should like screenshot this moment right now. Megan's cat has jumped onto her back and its tail is like slapping her in the face. It is. It's it kind of, she's taking a picture. It's kind of perfect. How, like, you would have to, how does this even happen? Like, <laughs> I let her, I like picked her up for a second just to be nice. <laughs> this is the shit she fucking pulled. This is actually really hot. Like, if you did this in lingerie and just like posted on your OnlyFans. By the way, are you back on OnlyFans? <laughs> oh my god, I need to get my fucking phone off of Bluetooth. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Yeah, no, she's uh, she's kind of a... She's such a good cat, though. Like, she's very good. This is oh, very she's weird. so cute. Yeah, this is so cute. <sighs> are you back on OnlyFans? No, not yet. I'm just taking my time. I just, like, get tired and I don't yeah. want to do it sometimes. I don't think people yeah. realize like how much time and effort actually goes into that shit. It's a, that's it's a cool. job, man. It really is. Yeah. 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 That's why like, I slow down posting content on mine. I've just like, like luckily <laughs> I finally got those fucking photos from, um, the photographer. Of mm-hmm. me and oh, Jessie. they came out great by the way. Holy shit. So cute. I know I got, I sent you all the stuff that only my only fans get to see. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but that was just kind of like a little um, dip in my toe into the water with this new person to see, like, yeah. you know, um, 
how I liked him and how the photos came out. They were great. And he sent me, he just like, he's been texting me and like a bunch of um, content that he's recorded with other creators. And I was like, oh, these are like full on like porny <laughs> shoots Yeah, and like, stuff. Eh, I don't need my badge out, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I mean, I'm actually, like, I'm not opposed. Like, I'm down just because like it's fun for me like I don't care like I have no issue like being naked in front of him and doing all the artsy fun stuff mm-hmm. but at the same time because I'm an entrepreneur I'm like how can I profit off of this and if I'm right. not getting the engagement that I want on OnlyFans like I kind of feel discouraged from posting on OnlyFans but if yeah. I'm getting more traction I'm like oh I'm more inclined to do shoots and to post more content but it's double it's it's a double-edged sword you know it's like I'm not going to get that attention if I'm not putting content out there and like focusing my energy on like getting more fans um so that's kind of where I'm at right now yeah understandable I will say though one thing I would suggest to that guy with uh getting his partner to be more adventurous is I think setting up like a boudoir shoot for a woman is really, really fucking nice. Like, I think that's an amazing gift to boost their self-esteem, just hire a female photographer and be like, Hey, this is a boudoir shot for you. Help boost your confidence or something, or just like as a nice gift. It doesn't even have have any kind of like meaning behind it, but just to do something like that is really, really nice. Did you just bite my ass? (laughs) But I think, I don't know, I think that's like a good way to start the conversation of like, oh, well, is there anything else that you're into and stuff yeah. like that? I think that's a really good idea. I like that a lot. Like, I think I would be really stoked if like Ryan had set something up like that for me. Um, that's cute. Yeah. And then she could do whatever she wants with the photos, either like she posts them or they're, you know, just for the two of them to see or they're just for her. Like, that's, yeah, that's really, they don't fun. have to go to anyone. It could be just for her, but like. After doing photo shoots, I am always, like, way more yeah. open, and I feel confident in myself, and I'm a little yeah. here. And also, a suggestion for you, young sir, if you're in the Los Angeles area, I'm actually going to an event with my husband very soon. Um, let me pull it up. So, Ryan and I are going to this event called um, Entrance, a kink experience for newbies. And it's hosted in West Hollywood on June 24th. It's $30. You got to buy it ahead of time. I found this uh, link on Eventbrite. So if you go to Eventbrite, you can look it up. Um, There's actually a bunch of events. Like you can look up events, kink events in your area. It's a really good idea to like do an intro event with your partner. You can do like a, um, a lot of the sex shops will host like uh, workshops or show you how to use sex toys or you know so you could do something fun like that with your partner but um so yeah so anyway ryan and i are going to this event it seems really cool it's like it's just like they cover basics of like soft soft skills such as like party etiquette social skills boundaries power dynamics um hard skill demonstrations and intros to rope like rope play mm. so it's just kind of like a crash course for newbies and interested really in kink cool. and like i'm just looking at it as a good opportunity to like meet new kinky people and just to yeah. like get ourselves more immersed in that community because we're so isolated where we live and we haven't like we haven't really focused the time on um on each other and ourselves and like going out and feeling sexy we've just been like so yeah. immersed in work and stuff that i'm like 
it's time. Like we need to like go out and do something fun and not think about work and just like have a fun, sexy night. So yeah, for sure. That's what we're doing. That'll be fun. Yeah. I'm excited to report back. (laughs) Yeah. No, I feel like that's a, I don't know, man. It's just, people need to learn how to communicate, but also learn how to accept that the other person isn't going to know how to react right away. Yeah. You know, like you have to give your partner time to like think that stuff through. Mm-hmm, totally. Because you don't want them to just give you like a half-ass answer of like, oh no, we'll try this or like absolutely not because you didn't give them enough time to think on it. Yeah. And you don't want anybody to feel pressured or like do anything that they don't want to do. Like I know that I feel really uncomfortable when like, my partner or anybody I'm going to like play with is like in the mood and I'm like, I'm not there. And I feel yeah. really obligated. Like, I don't like to feel obligated to have sex or like have fun. You know, I want to like yeah, genuinely be into it. Otherwise I, and I don't know if I'm going to explain this well, but like a part of my brain goes like I'm being raped. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to feel like that. Cause it's no, something no, that I, I don't know exactly what you're know? talking about. Like, I don't think a lot of people, I was talking to my friend about this where like, uh, there was a TikTok that came out and it was like, when my husband sits there and says that I'm not a sexual person, but I touched his foot three nights ago and he didn't make a move. Uh-huh. And I was, my friend sent it into the group chat and she was like, guys don't understand. And then she did like the little like hashtag uh, it was abused in a relationship. And like yeah. a lot of women face that to where it's like yeah. very hard for us to just sort of latch on to that stuff. Yeah, totally. uh, I was telling her, I was like, I think, I feel like guys expect us sometimes, not all of them, get the fuck over it, will expect us to sit there and accept their trauma. Like we will, we will accept their trauma without blinking an eye, but then for us to explain to them why we feel a certain way, it has to be like an entire fucking PowerPoint presentation. Totally. And it's like, I feel a certain way when you do this, please refrain from doing it or we will yeah. work on it as a couple instead of them just being like, well, I'm not your fucking ex. You can't just yeah. compare me to every other fucking guy. I'm I, like, you know me. And it's like, yeah, but I knew those people too and they still fucked me over. So yeah, totally. <laughs> Sorry, I just got distracted because Ryan just came out. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> But I feel like that's a good basis of advice for that yeah. guy. But I really hope more people write in with their questions. I know. Ask us more questions, you little fuckers. Like, we want... Selena, you need to be nicer to them or else they are not going to message us anything. Shit. If, I mean, we can't if, bully them before if, they like us. If I've learned anything, the more I bully them, the more they keep sliding in my DMs. Thank you very much. Which is the That's fucking true. nobody slides working, into my DMs. Not working so out for I'm me. Obviously, not doing something right. <laughs> I try to be nice, and then like they kind of leave me alone. And then when I'm really mean, they don't leave me alone. And I'm yeah, like, they're like, "Yes, please, more, mommy." What's happening? Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah. I just try to give the bare minimum when I'm not interested. <laughs> So like if you that. think I'm, if you think I'm giving the bare minimum, it's because I'm not interested. But <laughs> if I'm giving you the most, good or bad, I'm some kind of interested. Yeah, there's something there. We <laughs> there's believe. something there. Um, do we have any? Do you have a just a tip for us this week? I don't know. I feel like my just a tip was the answer to that guy. <laughs> okay, so I have a just a tip that I've been thinking about, and um, my sweet little husband is in the room so he's probably gonna hear me say this because it's kind of 
pertinent so stuff that he says to me sometimes so if you are eating with your partner with anybody really don't comment on them eating especially if they finish their food before you if i finish my food before you don't say damn because i don't want any comment about that maybe i'm very hungry maybe i'm a fast eater maybe i just like really enjoyed it about to eat don't say damn don't say anything just don't comment on me eating i do like the ones that are impressed by it they're like damn you finished that fast that was impressive i'm like damn right it was but do you feel good when they say that to you or are you like insecure about it like oh shit i'm like fat Um, pig and i just like wolf this down no, it all depends on how that person handles saying that. If they're like, yeah. damn, that was fucking impressive. I'll be yeah. like, like, you can feel the vibe, you know? Yeah. Like, I had I had an eating disorder. I was a binder and purger for a little bit. Yeah. But, like, I am that person where, like, when I eat, I fucking scarf down my food. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. The older I've gotten, the less I've gotten that comment. I think I'm, like, caring less. But And I, I think it, like, bothered me the first couple times when he did it. But, like... Uh, like I typically like if we make food or if I make food like I'll portion my my meal less than his because he eats more than I do and so obviously like I would finish my meal first and then I'd get the damn and I'm like mm. and then I feel like I have to explain myself because I'm like fucker like I gave you it's more than myself <laughs> but like I mean but you know if but if like if say if I was on a date with somebody and I didn't really know them very well and they they commented on you know me eating before them and, and did that I probably wouldn't go out with them again because I would be like oh. that was rude I kind of feel insecure now and now I feel like a fat piece of shit when like I haven't eaten all day or like they don't know you know like I just yeah. and and hey I've been guilty of it too because I've also done the same thing to him where he's finished his food before me and I've been like damn yeah but I'm like that's sushi. If, yeah, exactly right <laughs> but if i'm like i don't want if i don't want that comment i can't be like doing that to other people too yeah so that's gotta, true it's like you have to retrain yourself it's treat yeah. others how you would want to be treated yeah exactly yeah that's a good just a tip that's one i wouldn't have thought of <laughs> don't say damn if i finished my food before you just yeah say mind you fucking mind your own damn plate okay <laughs> mind your own damn plate <laughs> My plate is closed to any comments. Thank you so much. All right. I think we covered it all. Do yep. we have anything left? Do we got any? No, I just want people to write in a little bit more. I like doing those little uh I really do too. Yeah. And Even if they want to like drop in, like maybe we list our favorite blah, blah, blahs, or if they want to hear a category of people that we like, that's fun yeah. too. It's a fun little game. It's a fun yeah. little game. So no, that'd be super cool. Yeah, I love it. We're no experts, but we'll tell you what we think. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> much any person that's yeah. a scientist anyway. They'll give you their opinion. Yeah. Or a life yeah. coach. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> I can't fix my own life, but I could probably fix yours. <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. Thank you for listening to this episode. Um, make sure you like, subscribe review uh recommend whatever all the things you know what to fucking do you know what to do to make this podcast thrive if you like us and you like what we're saying help some sisters out you know like just yeah get us there there keep keep us going yeah (laughs) that's that that's that let's get it in let's get it on let's get out of here that sounds kinky hell yeah is that hardcore (laughs) 
Goodbye, fuckers. Goodbye. Martians, diddling the women of the universe. Intergalactic swingers. <laughs>